Twins beat the ace tonight after a tumultuous 24 hours. So much to break down on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Friday, May 6th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Coming to you after a Twins winner, I will tell you, I missed yesterday because uh, I'm in the graduation mode right now, graduating next week. I'll keep you updated on next week's schedule uh, in terms of podcasts, but we should get back to five days a week the following Missed last, last night. It was a crazy night to miss. I'm Nash Walker. I've been writing at Twins Daily for over two years. been hosting this podcast for over two years. Season three on the pod. Season four at Twins Daily. Last night was crazy. I mean, the Twins blow the game. Yohan Duran. Just, I don't know what happened. Five solo home runs they give up in this game at Camden. End up splitting with Baltimore after winning the first two of a four-game series. Just really disappointing. And the worst of it all, Carlos Correa gets hit in the finger. Twins fear it's a broken middle finger, which would would have been at least four to six weeks is the timetable we were looking at. I mean, anytime you lose a game and you lose one of your best players in said game for an extended period, those are the worst of the year. Those are always the worst. And it feels like the Twins have had that. They've had it with Buxton. Now they had it with Correa last night. Then today, take a deep breath. The finger is not broken. It's bruised and sore, and Carlos wanted to get back in the lineup tonight. Try to get back in the lineup tonight. After last night, you're thinking, how are they going to get through May and June without Carlos Correa at shortstop? I think what the Correa injury signifies is how important he is to this team. Defensively, offensively, as an energy in the clubhouse guy, very, very important. Carlos Correa is vital to this team. He's vital because... Byron Buxton is such a, a health question mark. Having two stars, two bona fide stars, as, a, as just playing together raises your ceiling incredibly. And because Buxton's health is always in question, it's almost insurance that you have Carlos Correa at the top of your lineup. When Buxton has to miss a day or Buxton misses time, which feels inevitable, you have Carlos Correa there to kind of lead a lineup and still be that big right-handed bat and, and be a great defender in the field as Buxton is as well. And then when they play together, it's just such a special thing. Like I just take it all in when they're playing together. Buxton tonight hit a home run, tied for the league lead with nine. He's been incredible. He's been nothing but incredible when he's when he's healthy the last couple of years. You expect him to homer. You certainly do when he's up to, up to bat. It is awesome. In the Correa news, Royce Lewis is recalled, makes his debut tonight, Royce, and got his first hit. Thought he looked good defensively. I think moving forward, now Alex Kirloff was activated. There's so much. The Twins have done. So much has happened. COVID. Luis Arise, Dylan Bundy on the COVID list. Rocco Baldelli has COVID. There's a lot going on with this team right now, and it was nice to see them go out there tonight and just focus on baseball and win 2-1. to one. Tight, tight ball game. Ninth inning was a little scary with Emilio Pagan. But Buxton hits to go ahead homer, as he usually does, and the Twins uh, shut it down. The bullpen shut it down. Royce, I mean, what a moment. I mean, how special is that? A year ago at this time, you're hearing that he might be the biggest 
first pick bust of the last like decade. And that's still, uh, he's not established at all. He's had four major league at bats. He was one for four. Uh, I thought his at bats were okay. Thought he was good in the field. And then to get an opposite field hit in the ninth or in the eighth was, was great to see. But what a moment for him when a year ago he's rehabbing from an ACL injury. And then the year before that, the minor league season's wiped out by COVID. That's really special for him. His whole family's at Target Field. They flew in last minute to get there before the game. Super cool. And Royce Lewis, I said all offseason, even not knowing what he might bring or what he would do and him being a huge question mark and dropping down prospects list, I said don't trade Royce Lewis. I was I was much more open to trading other prospects, other top prospects in the system than I was to trading Royce Lewis because I think – he has the best chance in the system to be a star. And I don't think you should ever trade whoever has the best chance to become a star. And if you're the Twins who have depth, they have depth. You're seeing it at the major league level. The depth they have in the system of guys who they think will just be good major league regulars or good major league role players, don't trade away your highest upside player in Royce Lewis. And I, I think you can see the tool set. Incredible on the bases. At shortstop, he's looked good. I mean, we've heard that he's not a shortstop. He's not a shortstop. He's not a shortstop. He's been really good. And I'm glad the Twins have stuck with him at short and didn't succumb to that that pressure. But also real pressure, his knee injury, and also had question marks before about his about his defense at short. So it's great to see. Stick with him at short. I think they should continue to stick with him at short. And now with Kirilov activated, things are going to get mucked up if Luis Arias comes back in short order as well. Hope those guys are okay. If Luis Arias comes back, Things are going to be muddied in this infield. I mean, Gio Rochelle is still playing third. Jose Miranda first and third. Luis Arise is playing first now a lot. Jorge Polanco is still at second. Correa is not going to be out for a while now. He's at short. It'll be interesting. I think this is a short stint for Royce Lewis, but it's special nonetheless, even if it is a short stint, to get him that taste of the big leagues and just to see him in a Twins uniform is really fun. And like writing out the lineup card today, I, I had fun typing Royce Lewis's name into into the preset graphic, writing Lewis shortstop. It's just really fun to write. And I think looking forward, the future is bright for these twins. And there were more guys who contributed tonight who are twins for the next six or seven years at least. Let's talk about them. After this word from Built Bar, summer is coming. And with summer, you're going to need some snacks on the go. Built Bars, they're healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food. For health with Built Bar, you can have both, and it's easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order now. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Have you tried the Built Puffs yet? We're going crazy for the Puffs. They come in crazy flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. Who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? And if that's not enough, you might want to try the Mixed Box. These bars are delicious. These bars are healthy, and you can go to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Blue Nile, bringing you everyday quality jewelry. If you're looking for fine jewelry, but you're having trouble choosing, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. They're available via the phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Mark Mother's Day with something enduring, a classic diamond stud earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, birthstone pendants, and so much more on BlueNile.com. Again, this Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever 
with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Sports listeners get $50 off $500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Jose Miranda hits his first major league home run off a lefty pull side upper deck. Jose Miranda has big boy power. He also hit a ball hard to the opposite field. Hitting the ball to all fields, we know that's what he brings. I, I will say this about Jose Miranda. The results haven't been great. I thought tonight was probably his best game. He made a nice play in the ninth at first to cut down the runner at, at home and then hit some balls really hard tonight. I thought tonight was his, his cleanest, best game so far in the majors of the three or four he's played now. Jose Miranda does everything. And I, I'm not saying that he's good at everything. Like, I'm, I don't think he's a great runner. But there's no, I don't see a clear weakness in Jose Miranda's game. He, he's looked a little bit shaky defensively at times. But I don't think it's a clear weakness. He can hit for power. He can hit for average. He's going to get on base a little bit. I think he has a, a complete ability to do a lot of things. And I, I think that's very valuable as a hitter. And I, I don't know if Jose Miranda is going to become like a cleanup everyday beast hitter for the twins. But I think what he's going to be is a solid fifth or sixth guy in a lineup, crushes left-handed pitching, reliable defensively, can play multiple spots in the infield. That's a good player. I mean, that, that's the type of player a system needs to produce. A three, potentially two, three-win player. I think Jose Miranda has that that ability for the Twins. I don't I don't know if he's going to end up being a four or five win player. And when I say four or five win player, like Jorge Polanco was like a five five and a half win player last year. Byron Buxton is an eight win player when he's healthy. Carlos Correa was a seven win player last year. Luis Arise is like a three win player. So I, I think Miranda can reach a two three wins in his prime, and I'm hopeful that he's he's going to be a contributor right away. Uh, in the early going here. That was awesome to see Josh Winder. <laughs> if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I talk about Josh Winder a lot and I love Josh Winder. I've, I watched Josh Winder last year, loved what I saw. He would have debuted for the twins if not for a shoulder injury. Uh, I thought Winder was absolutely terrific tonight. Six innings, eight strikeouts, slider command was outstanding. I thought he kept hitters off balance. I thought they were trying to guess he was throwing strikes Gotten some three-ball counts, but made pitches, got outs against the lineup that's not very good. But he's succeeding at the at the highest level now. Josh Winder looks awesome. I, I 95 with the fastball. This stuff matches. This is not a guy who's coming up and has had a couple good starts and it's just a flash in the pan. Josh Winder has the stuff to back it up. He has the command to back it up. Seth Stowe's our friend. Says Winder has great intangibles as well, which never hurts. He's 25, I think, now. Has experience in the minors, a lot of it. Pitched at a high level in college. He's experienced. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to pitch. And I think he's stepped right into this rotation. I, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised by Josh Winder stepping in and, and succeeding. I don't think he's going to have a sub-2 ERA this year that he does right now. But I definitely think by year's end, a 1-2-3 of Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, and Josh Winder could be very good. And you have Bailey Ober as a four. Jordan Balazovic's coming back now from an injury, from a, a knee sprain, a knee injury. This could be a good rotation by year's end. I don't think it could be a good rotation because of Dylan Bundy and Chris Archer. It's different. I think it could be a good rotation because of these young starters. That's what's going to be the difference maker. Joe Ryan continuing to pitch well. Bailey Ober coming back healthy, pitching well. 
Josh Winder pitching well. And then Sonny Gray. I mean, they're not a young starter, but Gray's their big acquisition. He needs to come through. They're relying on him in the rotation. And the good news is it sounds like Sonny Gray is going to pitch tomorrow at Target Field against his former club in Oakland because Dylan Bundy is on the COVID list. And I think Bundy was set to pitch Sunday and they needed an extra start and preferred to have Sonny Gray Saturday and Chris Paddock Sunday rather than start Cole Sands in one of those games who was recalled as well from AAA. So sounds like Sonny's going to go tomorrow in what would have been a rehab start. I'm excited to see him tomorrow against a very right-handed heavy lineup. At least it was tonight for Oakland. Let's talk about the Twins' bullpen. Tyler Duffy, maybe his best outing of the season. Joe Smith has been nails. And then Emilio Pagan giving us all heart attacks in the ninth inning. Let's talk about that after this word from BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one source. BetOnline.net for all your betting stats. Excuse me. And sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs. Major League Baseball in this weekend's Run to the Roses of the Kentucky Derby is back. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Twins bullpen, shut it down tonight. For the most part, Twins pitching has been really good this year. And, and the reason that they are 16 and 11, I mean, Byron Buxton's had a hand in it. Guys are producing, guys are contributing here and there. But the, the pitching has been impressive, at least compared to where it was last year. When that game's blown last year, Emilio Pagan in the ninth, he can't keep putting himself in those situations. Like as sooner or later, you have a full count with the bases loaded. He's not going to make a perfect pitch on 3-2. The game's going to get tied. They're going to take the lead. Balls are going to be in play. Things are going to happen. This is baseball. You have to control what you can control. And he did make a great pitch to get an out. He made a great pitch to Jake Berger against the Sox in game one of that series. But can't keep putting himself in those spots. I'll get back to it over and over and over. They're an arm short in the back of the bullpen. They are an arm short in the back of the bullpen. Uh, they need they need one more high leverage right-handed reliever. Yohan Duran, as great as I think he is, he's going to go through some struggles. Like He's going to give up some homers. He just got moved to the bullpen this year. He's he's working through pitch usage problems. He's leaving pitches over the heart of the plate. He's going to work through these things and learn how to become a special reliever. Right now, he's a special arm. I think he's going to be a special reliever. So you really need – and also his innings are limited. Like If he was on a normal innings count this year, he only threw 16 and changed last year. Uh, at AAA, if he was on a normal allotment of reliever innings, he's pitching the ninth tonight, I think. And Pagan didn't really pitch, so maybe they still go to Pagan there. But you don't want to go to Pagan all the time in a one-run game. Like I, 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 Sooner or later, again, it's going to bite him, those situations, unless he starts throwing strikes. But even last year, gave up a ton of homers for San Diego. So they're an arm short. Can they get to the all-star break or to the trade deadline an arm short? We'll see. We'll see. But these one-run games, you feel a little queasy. A big development could be Tyler Duffy, who I thought was terrific tonight. Fastball's up. Slider, breaking ball, his knuckle curve that he throws was outstanding tonight. And he was locating. I thought he located well. Breezy, one, two, three. Eighth inning, he was great. Joe Smith has been awesome for this team. I really like guys like Joe Smith because I think every good team needs someone like Joe Smith, who is more experience, I think, than any active reliever in baseball. Maybe saying Sergio Romo. I have to look at the appearances. Uh, just so experienced. Seventh inning of a one-run game in May. It's it's 
he's been there. He's been there so many times. He's pitched with the bases loaded so many times. He's pitched in the late inning so many times. You never feel like he's overwhelmed by anything. And his stuff, he throws 84-85 with a sinker. But I love, love submarine righties, especially in this division. And I love that matchup tonight with all those righties. He's death on righties. He's just really tough. He paints that sinker on the outer half and then throws that slider down and away. And righties have a, a tough time hitting him. That's why I really like Sergio Romo. Because you felt like in a matchup with any right-handed hitter, you felt like he had a good chance to get them out. That flips when it's a lefty. Like Seth Brown hit the ball super hard tonight off Pagan. Or I'm sorry, off of Joe Smith. That flips when it's a lefty. And I thought the Twins let Sergio Romo see too many lefties in his last season in 2020 with them. I thought they, they let him see too many lefties. I, I think you have to continue to spot Joe Smith up against exclusively, like borderline exclusively righties. And you're going to see the numbers he's had. He's no earned runs. He's going to give up some runs this year. But I love... I love his his your ability to bring him in when you just need to get a righty out or get a couple righties out. You can bring in Joe Smith. He's going to submarine him to death. It's just a really nice feeling, uh, and he's a really nice guy to have. Got to take a deep breath after these last 24 hours. That was uh, just a roller coaster of emotions. This is baseball, ups and downs. Got to find a way to not get too high, not get too low. But you know, as recent as last night, it felt like the season could be crumbling right in front of our eyes when the Twins lose to the Orioles two games in a row and then lose potentially Correa. And now they bounce back with a win tonight. Things are back on track. Carlos Correa is okay. And the Twins are 16 and 11. Whew. I'm here with you. I'm going to be here with you through the whole journey. And I, I hope you're enjoying it. If you like this podcast or leave me a comment, just I love reading your comments about the Twins, about the podcast. I read your comments. I love them. Please like, subscribe, tell your friends to subscribe. Let's keep this YouTube channel going. Lockdown Twins was a top 10 YouTube channel last week on the whole network, on the MOB network. That's that's awesome. Thank you so much. That's because of you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for your interaction. Keep bringing it. Go Twins. It's a fun team. 16 and 11. Really nice start. Hopefully 19 and 11 after 30. That would be uh, That would be quite something. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Go Twins.